This is Earspoon, your home for the shit you're thinking anyway. Welcome to the Earspoon. I'm Fish. And I'm Steve. Hey, why are we so happy? Because we're always happy, my friend. No, we're happy because our our website is finally out there into the interwebs. The interwebs. Theearspoon.com. The Earspoon. You got to put the the The, Earspoon.com. The T-H-E Earspoon.com. Earspoon being a uh, uh, something the Bohemians came up with to mm. kill more efficiently, and <laughs> but we use it because we think we're spooning smart things into your ear. Ooh, yeah, that seems a little intrusive. We'll, we'll but... work. We'll work on it. All right. All right. So, um, okay. Enough of the. Uh, thing. Of course, you can like us on Facebook, like us on Twitter, and we even have uh, the Instagram. We do, which the kids love. You're on your game, man. We are, we are uh, social media moguls. The kids do love the Instagram, I know yeah, that. The kids do love the Instagram. Shooting. School shootings. No easy way to get into it. No. There's Honestly, uh, well, yeah, you open the door and, and begin to talk. The entire country is having this conversation, and it's a good one. Um, even when there's you know, great passion behind it and, and a chasm of difference in opinions about things, People with, you know, I know some pretty responsible and smart and likable and sensible gun owners uh, who are advocates of gun ownership and safety and et cetera. Right. And it's refreshing to hear sensible, sane, rational people talking about it. Sadly, other members of their tribe are out of their fucking minds. Oh, there it is. And wow, hang on for a second. Did uh, I? Did I? That's, that's a I minute 35. The <laughs> into, into it. Yeah. That's all we are. It's a minute and 35 into it. I'm all, see, now I got to say, I'm a big fan of rational thought, obviously. I'm a big fan of passion. Right. But holy cow. Like, I mean, now I'm hearing in the news, I'm, you know, there's some, so much of me that doesn't want to hear these things, but um, I'm a, a nonstop radio listener generally. And what I hear is, you know, people are, are accusing the, the survivors of this shooting in Florida of being crisis actors. Yeah. That was my favorite. Now, um, if you might have noticed, uh, if, if you are one of the uh, few folks that are following the podcast, we're a few days late. A few thousand folks? <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, that was the one. Oh, yeah. um, and I, w- we did this uh, in large part, one, because our schedules were not aligning, but we kind of wanted to wait a little bit to see how this uh, today's little sit down with Trump, <laughs> Betsy DeVos. Oh no 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 no! Was there and Eric Prince and yeah, uh-huh. um, and uh, and of course Pence. They let Pence do a majority of the talking, uh, you know. And, and you're listening to these heart wrenching stories, these these gut wrenching, <sighs> heart wrenching, back breaking, spirit crushing moments in these people's lives. Yep. And then there's Trump. Just like, uh, we done yet? Is it? Would it be inappropriate if I tweeted something out right now? Having an excellent meeting, excellent meeting. Good. Uh, and then, and then, uh, and then Betsy DeVos. Why was she there? Yeah, I got nothing. Secretary of Education. And it well, happened pay, at pay a these school. These kids are getting kids shot in school. She'll right. know. Yeah, she'll know because billionaires know a lot. But uh, anyway, so you know, wasn't it uh, this the the? I don't know what to call him. I don't want to use his last name. I don't want to call him a president. I don't want to I just know. malign so them all the time. It's so hard. We'll come up with something. But, yeah. you know, he's taking photo ops with his thumbs up and smiling. With it's, the first responders. Spent like, 35 minutes with this, with the grieving families. So, like, I keep coming back to this. And, again, let's try, you know, you know how I'll, yeah, I'll tangent out into other things. Mm-hmm. But, like, keeping it on the topic. But, like, for people who can continue to support this person, like, can't you see that he is psychologically inept? He is socially awkward in a way that is, you know, would classify as way out the other end of the continuum. Right. To the extreme. He has no social awareness. Then you go and you look, and I saw many photos of Obama comforting people after tragedies. George Bush, who I detest, who's a war criminal who should be in prison. Also, you know, soothing people. Bill Clinton soothing people, being presidential. Right. He's got a big shit-eating grin on his face and his thumbs up. I mean, honest to God, you know, he he's like, he's like anal sex gone bad. What? Uh, there, okay. What? Oh, man. All there right. it well, is. Let's reel this back in. Oh, my. It's just You're honest gonna, to God. I'm going to need you to kind of yeah. flesh that out a little bit. Yeah, just, 
I wish I had worked this out before we before we turned on the equipment. Here's the deal. It's not recording. Just keep I, going. I don't know if um, you had a chance to read this blog. And I've mm-hmm. been seeing things, and this is an opinion thing. And the the name of this this guy who wrote this, the title of it is Fuck You, Oh yeah, I Like Guns. Oh, yeah. I read the whole thing Did and posted you read it. it. Yeah. Fantastic. It's powerful. Very powerful. It's powerful. If you haven't, it's on agingmillennialengineer.com. <laughs> I'm not sure what that's all about. I wanted that URL. I have literally... Reached out to this guy to see Did if you? we can't get him on the ear spoon here. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. A, a great voice, like writing voice, and and a very sober, very fact-based, very cogent synopsis of what's up. And this is a man who was trained with this weapon, right. the AR-15. Right. This is my, <laughs> this is my, this is my gun. Yeah. You know, he's like <laughs> one of those guys. It's, and he said, you know, make no, make, not only... Is it designed to kill because it has no recoil? And he lists all the technical stuff, and uh, yeah. which you and I really don't understand. I mean, we can understand I don't on, on care a level. To understand it? Yeah, I don't I, care yeah, I, I, I get that. But you know, in order to, I think, creep in the side of the mm-hmm. head of some of these guys. But you know, he talks about how they kept them locked up. He talks about how when you were using these things in the field in war, you didn't shoot somebody in the head with it. Mm-hmm. You shot them in the body so that you could pull more of his comrades out. So that you could kill more. That's that's yeah. the mindset behind this gun. Yeah. And so what happens is, and when I you delve into these little debatelets, I call them, that I have on the VPR Facebook page or in, in Vermont Digger, what have you. Um, the second you start to say, somebody will say like, you know, I'm kind of tired of these assault weapons. And like. And the gun porn guys, the gun fetishists, it's not an assault rifle because of this, that, and the other thing. It's got a couple of things, the thing, and the thing, and the thing. It's, and a, the, it's, <laughs> not a, it's my favorite argument of all time. Uh, it's not an assault rifle uh, until you use it to assault somebody. Right. So, I mean, you know, so you, that you can get distracted into semantics about things. The bottom line is children mowed down by bullets. Make no mistake about it. It does not matter if it's coming from a handgun no. or an AR-15. And so then the, then you hear the, uh, the conversation turn to like, well, if somebody wants to hurt people, they're going to find a way. Look at the guy in China. He had a knife. He stabbed a whole pile of people. Like, really? And so then you hear the argument that says, oh, it's mental illness. And then you turn to Canada and you turn to other countries who have mental illness and none of this. So, and all right. So let, let, let's, let, let's monologue for a moment. Shall we? It on on the whole mental illness thing, Go. and the stigma that it's creating that all mental mental Ill, mentally ill people are violent. Are violent. Right. All right. So, um, and then let's have this argument one one step uh, further. All right. Uh, I I don't actually. Women don't have mental illness, do they? None. None. It turns so, out, which is why none of them have ever gone into a school and shot it up. Right. Wait. It's, what? <laughs> Excuse me. Hmm. So. That's my point. That's the argument. That's the argument. This is the argument. This is the utter bullshit that you're having to sift through every single day. The mental health. Now, yes, Lakeland, Florida, that kid was clearly had some issues. The system clearly failed there. I will not argue that point. You know, the FBI was at his house twice. Uh, You know, dozens of times local police had to show up. There was a problem there. Right. You know, um, and and. So the system failed on that one. Oh, sure. But let, let, let's back it up to the Vegas shooter. Guy was clean as a whistle. Yep. Never would have known. Never would have known. You know, never would have known. He did not. Did you um, see the uh, the article posted by uh, Behavioral Science? I think I posted that oh, one. Oh, yes. I, I swiped it from you. Yeah. Fantastic article. That was, Describe it for those who Yeah, so it, it, they basically use the, uh, the, the Vegas shooting point of view to basically dispel the fact that this is not, we're not knocking out of alignment that this could have some mental health implications, Mm -hmm. but blaming it on mental health is not the issue. No, not at all. And it makes no logical, it's an irrational position. It is. You know, because if that's the case, that would extrapolate to every other, say, first world country or similar country. It's not the case in Canada. It's not the case in Australia. It's quite co- quite clearly not the case in Australia where, you know, s- serious gun control was uh, brought. Port uh, Arthur. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and it freaking stopped. <laughs> it stopped. It stopped. It just stopped. You know, and like, hey, Second Amendment. Blah, blah, blah. So here's what I keep coming back to. It's like, let's imagine this. 
So the answer is, so the, the frame is, these weapons are my right. Correct? Yep. So if I'm Kim Jong-un and I say, nuclear weapons are my right, and they are, arguably, even though I think they're a detestable thing and none should exist in the world, but in terms of international law, you can't say he can't have that. Right. But sure. this is a country looking to disarm that country because he's potentially uh, 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 assaultive. Right. Potent- so that's an okay thing to disarm because, well, he could hurt a whole lot of people. <laughs> there's, there's bodies of children in a school like every week. I don't know even, I can't keep up. Like I, I you know, and we've reached the point where we've got uh, compassion burn. Like I'm, I'm exhausted from feeling pain. I'm pre-morning the next school shooting. I know. So I'm ready. And then when do you talk about it, right? Don't politicize it. That's the Don't thing that drives it. No, that's the thing that drives me the, the crazy hell. the most. It's like I'm going to hide behind the political pulpit now. Right. Let's not politicize this. Families are hurting. Right. Or it's too soon to talk about it. We got to give this a little bit of room. A little bit of room. <laughs> Just give this some time. What are you talking about? So like, you know, the all the arguments fail. And I guess I come back to, and I, I've asked this of people who are, are you know, sort of reflexively knee-jerk uh, uh, in support of Second Amendment, Second Amendment, Second Amendment. And I think, well, what would it take? What, like, if I, if I said to you, if the, if, the, if the removal of all guns, specifically guns, uh, meant that no children would be assaulted like this, would you do it? And, again, you get into the obscure little subterranean of thoughts and ideas and Second Amendment and rats, my rats. And here's the here's the one that gets me every time. Well, if the government, you know, we got to be able to push back on the government because they can, you know, so it's our right because we're like a well-regulated militia. No, you're not. No. You would be crushed like a bug. Yeah. You, <laughs> you would, please. You and, your, you and Joe Bob. Oh, like, you God. know, I'm sorry. You're, you would you be got, wiped out in you're, seconds. You're just... You're basically here's here's what you're gonna provide for the movement. All right, you're so slow moving, you're gonna become a bullet sponge. <laughs> all right, that's what's gonna happen to you. All right, and your well regulated militia. Okay, putting on camo yeah. doesn't make you a well regulated militia. But the, what this comes down to, and I I I, I hat tip uh, Bob Audet, our our editor, the Broward Reformer, who's on constantly on about. Uh, uh, toxic masculinity. And yeah. it's a concept that I think we need to come to grips with. God knows we live in a patriarchy. But I'm not saying men are bad. I'm one. You're one. As far as I know. Mm-hmm. We're all, you know, and again, we can get into gender things, but I'm leaving it here. But the masculine male, the picture of what makes a male in America has got to change. Yeah. It's got to change. I'm proud to have raised a now 23-year-old, healthy, smart, sensitized, sensitive feminist young man who's operating in the world with an ethic that works. It's a picture I'd like to see more men be like. And, and honestly, so for those of you that don't know, uh, when Steve talks about his son, this is, this is an individual six, four. How big is he? Six, three ish, six, three ish. Yeah. Two or three. I mean, he's a big body. Oh yeah. So if he wanted to impose his will, (laughs) he you know whether he can back it up or not. Mm-hmm. I think just the initial fact of that he would just for even ten seconds go alpha on somebody right. would be enough to quell an argument. Well, and I feel the same way about myself. Like I don't ever want to get in, a, in an right. altercation with somebody, but if somebody crossed that line with me, I think I might. You know, my eyes would roll into the back of my head, and I don't know what would happen. I, you I, know, I spent a lot of time in my youth just being the alpha. Yeah. All right, feeding on betas. But understand, and I would I would challenge you on that because what an alpha actually is is worth discussing. It's like a Native American lore, and again, some of this is apocryphal and some of it is actual. But like, what it takes to be a leader, what it takes to be a true man, and this is a, an hour long discussion we won't have right now. But there's ways of being alpha, of being a leader, of being in charge of a pack that doesn't require consuming the weak, doesn't require dominating the weak. It doesn't doesn't require any sort of injurious behavior. As a matter of fact, even Martin Luther King would, would use the term servant leadership. If you're a leader, if you're true alpha, you subordinate on some level right. to the needs of the group. And this like 
you know, I'm sorry, but like this is, you know, they used to make jokes about Humvees. Finally, a car for men with small penises. But, you know, th- this is sort of what the, the gun thing is becoming to me. It's like, and I don't mean to get into comparative, you know, penis size jokes like the right. president, et cetera. But I mean it like if you're not feeling whole in yourself, if you're not feeling strong as a, whatever you're, and we're focusing on men in this part of the conversation, right. then you're not going to get it from a gun, man. And I see these people say this stuff all the time. It's like somebody took something away from them. Like what's lacking in your life that you can replace with multiple death machines? It, it brings us back to what the root of the problem is. And, and the root of the problem is having adults that can come to the table and discuss this thing mm. in, in, in a f- fair and sensible manner. And I, I, I did a podcast um, uh, uh, last week, I think shortly after the whole thing happened, mm-hmm. just one of my what the hell's up with that, my yeah. rants, which can also be found at theearspoon.com if you're curious. And I just the, the arguments, the standard mental health issues, guns don't kill people, people kill people, uh, got to take all the guns away. These are old, tired arguments. Kind of, yeah. They're not working. On either side of the continuum. Th- that's what I'm talking about. Yes. They are not working. Right. You know, I know that, that, uh, that, that Chachi in charge... Um, has basically said that he's going to eliminate the sales. Uh, he's gonna, they're going to go after the bump stock. Yeah, that'll help. Oh, can I, all right. You know, there's part of me that just wants to rip that whole idea apart. But then there's part of me that says, let it go, because now we're creating a precedent. Yeah. So it's incremental, and it's not enough, but it's a movement in the right direction. Right. It creates a precedent yep. for, for further action. Yeah. So, you know... Will it get passed? I don't know. I doubt it. The NRA is like up to their necks in this stuff. The NRA is responsible for thousands and thousands of death. Mm-hmm. I blame the NRA. Yep. Yeah, I, that's a large piece of it. I think there's ownership, you know, culturally and, and as, as a society. Um, I think we have to take some responsibility for sure about how we're raising. And again, you know how I get. I can tangent into all kinds of things. Yeah. But I think this is valuable to the conversation. We live in a country that I believe, and you and I both have backgrounds in mental health, is as a collective. Which side of the spectrum am I on? Yeah, it depends how you measure All things, right. but you know. Uh, but I believe that this country, taken as a whole, is is depressed and anxious. Um, we can see it manifest in so many ways, and people feel disempowered. Yep. This is an extension of capitalism, of brutal predatory capitalism. Yep. This is an extension of hierarchical living. This is an extension of patriarchy. And men caught in the trap of patriarchy as well, trying to define what it is to be a man. That's where a lot of confusion comes from. And that's why you get each of these men, I mean, again, white men, white males in this country with guns are the biggest threat to us anywhere. Uh, more than terrorists, you I, know, more than, uh, let, me, let me rephrase that. They are terrorists. Yes, <laughs> you know? they're all terrorists. Yeah. This, so, this Lakeland guy, terrorist. Yeah, so you can see the rage. You can see the, I'm going to go, and, and here's what always comes back to for me in these moments, like, what is gained by someone shooting someone they don't know and making them dead? I don't. Then they're like, ha-ha, there, now it's all bad. You know, what? but here's the thing. So you be careful because then you're going to make the mental health argument for them. No, I'm not, I'm making the the well. I see what you're saying. I'm not certainly not going to go in that direction. Yeah. But, but I I do believe on some level, like I would, and you can't ask the question. It's it's rhetorical. But do you want to sit somebody down and say like, so do you feel better now? I mean, the, half the time they you take their own lives. An so I mean, of course not. But I'm well, saying, what is the answer then? What what do we do as a society? And th- this is and and I've been it's saying an emergency. Yeah. Th- this is not anything. That we are going to stop tomorrow. Mm-hmm. This is not, all right, unless you do a drastic um, thing like Australia, but we are too far of a deviant society. We are too far gone mm. to not have guns squirreled away. Here, Here's an interesting fact. Let's talk about that. Sure. Under Obama, gun sales skyrocketed. Did you see this statistic? Yes, I did. All right. Uh, people were literally hoarding guns. Out of fear that Obama would take them take away. Take my guns. They were buying guns. How'd that work out eight like, years later? Like, like crazy, right? Yeah. Nobody ever came after guns, but no. they just, hey, the liberal. They're the liberal and the Democrat are going to take my guns. All right. So, and, and if you're listening in the South, we really don't think that way of all of you, that we just immediately default to a... Certainly not all. No. 
majority of you, but no, no, no you just yeah. I so, mean, let's let's face it. We're we're playing. That's that's a caricature. Yeah, um, it, it is, and it's not fair. But let let me, let me just be, before we go. Yeah. So we apologize to people who are are offended I, by us. I'll do my best to come up with a Vermont accent. <laughs> okay, we got to be so careful these days. Um, Trump's now in office, Mister. I'm going to be the big business president guy, right? Okay. Fortune magazine said that gun giant Smith and Wesson, which was renamed and renamed itself uh, to the American outdoor brands, said that its quarterly sales since Trump's been in office has declined 40%. Oh, I did not know this. In the fiscal year that ended July 31st, mm-hmm. that's 78 million dollars to put a to put a uh, a number to that in fewer overall sales. Maybe they bought all the guns and they didn't have any more. Right, and uh, and the drop may even be closer to 100 million over the uh, year hmm. if you take all the tertiary revenues nice. into account. Tertiary, nice. Right. Yep. So, <laughs> I mean. You know, I, what does that tell you? I mean, that tells you that basically we've installed somebody mm. into the office that is not going to care about this issue. Now, the fact that he's made a move, that he sat down, he talked to these guys, and some of them, I listened to a majority of them, and then you get so flipping mad every time you look at yeah. Betsy DeVos and yeah. and just this void look on her face. Just like how, I mean, my wife is watching it in tears, uh, in tears, like like yeah. soaking Kleenex in tears, yeah. listening to the stories of these people. And then some of these people you can tell, and, and, and they can accuse these kids of being actors. Yeah. Some of these people in this thing, I, I probably legit people, but, mm-hmm. but, but uh, definitely hand, handpicked. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's, right. how, that's how they do it. Stagecraft. Yeah, you know. So the the NRA is huge in in on this, and more more of the facts that have been, uh, th- and I found this whole thing. You probably saw this as well. Mm-hmm. I think this was from the New York Times. Um, John McCain tweets: Cindy and I are praying for the victims of the terrible hashtag Las Vegas shooting and their families. This is all going back to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Contribution from the NRA: seven point <laughs> seven million dollars. Yeah, there it is. Richard Burr from North Carolina. My heart is with the people of Las Vegas and their re- and, and first responders today. This morning's uh, tragic violence has absolutely no place in America. That's his tweet. These are all mm-hmm. tweets. Yeah. All right. Just a skosh under $7 million in campaign contributions. Saddened by the tragic loss of life in hashtag Las Vegas, my thoughts are with all of the families affected in this horrific attack. Roy Blunt, Missouri. Four and a half million dollar contribution. You want me to keep going on, Marco or do we have Rubio. the point? Marco Rubio, the same, you oh, know, Florida on. senator. Hang on, you got him. And the, again, this goes back to Vegas. Right. I'm I'm praying for all the victims, their families, and their and our first responders in hashtag Las Vegas mm. hashtag Mandalay Bay shooting. Thoughts and prayers. Three point three million dollar campaign contributions. Give it all back from the NRA. Give it all back. I saw Peter Welch getting our our sole representative getting crap from people about the six thousand dollars he got from the NRA, and I think he's giving it back. I can't remember how it worked out, but low level concern for me. And I think people understand that in Vermont too, we have you know pretty lax gun laws and mm-hmm. kind of almost no gun violence. You know, hello. Yeah. Um, so and Bernie. Well, I mean, just in Fairfax, up in, in Fairfax, they 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 literally. Somebody just said, you know, you see a problem, report a problem. That, oh, that, that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I didn't know which town it was in. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, you know, I mean, all of a sudden, and and his main goal, stated his main goal, right. was to basically set the new record for school shootings. This is what I mean, man. It's like, you know. So, and again, I'm just going to point that you can take your mental health issue and you can shove it in your sit hole. Hello. I am not interested in hearing it anymore. It's an old and tired argument. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do we need, as a society, to reinvest in how we deal with mental health? Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. we do. 
We are cutting services left and right. We are having our first responders, a.k.a. the police department, mm. being the first responders to a mental health crisis. Right. You know? And, of course, making mental health services less and less accessible to people yes. and making guns available to people with uh, mental health right. uh, uh, history. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, whatever the president's name is. That kid bought that gun legally, yep. couldn't buy a beer, yep. but he can buy that gun. Right. The AR-15, because it's a long gun. Yeah. I saw I saw a pretty funny photo meme. Somebody said, like, um, I'd like to buy two boxes of ephedrine, please. Oh, no, sir. We we can't sell you that. That's you know, it's against the law. He goes, oh, then I'll just take a couple of shotguns. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like this, you know, I, oh, we're protected oh from oh, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a Saturday Night Live did a skit like that. Did they? Yeah. You know, there's a, it was a, like, I think it was a, Amy Schumer was in it. Yeah. Wanted to buy... Uh, I wanted to get birth control and was just being like, read oh, the no. riot act like that. <laughs> and uh, and a little kid comes up to the counter. Can I have some bubble gum and a handgun? <laughs> Bam, bang, he throws go, the kid. handgun on the guy. Yeah, be careful with that. Yeah, yeah. Cheap. You know, it, but it's you know you, you can satire around it is brilliant. Yep. Because it just shows how stupid we are. You talked about Kim Jong Un uh, earlier, and I'm tr- was trying to desperately find. I don't know who tweeted it. I can't remember it exactly. But it just, uh, it was basically saying, you know, they, look, the, oh, this, this is what it was. Um, you know, nuclear uh, nuclear weapons don't kill people. People kill people. Yeah, there you go. Right? <laughs> That's the same argument. Yeah. Right. You know, so, um, and, and they signed it like Kim Jong-un wrote it or right. said it. So you know, good luck pe- with that. People, the, you know, nuclear bombs don't kill people. People kill people. Right. Kim Jong-un. And then under that, it was, a, do you see how ridiculous that fucking sounds? That kind of nails it as far as I'm concerned. Because, I mean, I and I, I wholly believe, and again, I try to be as rational as I can, but I don't think there's a rational argument to defend this current condition. And the other piece is constitutions and this constitution that mm-hmm. was written 200 plus years ago uh, is outmoded as most living documents become over time. Yeah. And this is a time of, of national emergency for us to say, maybe it is time to adjust some of the essential ingredients because this is not about well-regulated militias. This is not about keeping the government from taking over. Right. Um, I'm sorry. As I said before, you would be crushed like a bug. All your friends getting together and like, we go shoot up on the weekends and we target shoot. Like, and the other question I always have is, what kind of hunter is so bad that they need to be able to spray bullets all over the woods, you know, at high, at rapid succession? It's, it's not hunting anymore. I guess it's not. Just not. I, I don't Just even use know. bombs then. Yeah. Hey, look, <laughs> deer parts. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh, we don't even have to, we don't have to field dress it anymore. <laughs> Just grab that leg and what's left of that antler. We're going to no mount kidding. that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I've never been a hunter. I've never got. I I've been hunting. Huh. You know, I've I've been hunting. Yeah. I uh, didn't like it. Right. Uh, I don't like the way a gun feels in my hands. Yeah, I just don't like it. I just. It's not a. It's just personal preference. You know, like I. It, yep. And I, you don't default somebody who likes. You know, I, no, gun no, no, things, no, 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 so. no. You know, not at all. I mean, I was just I was just talking about this the other day with somebody. I don't understand. Um, the whole gun thing, mm-hmm, but I'm too. sure that the gun owner and the gun collector and the marksman and the person who really does it doesn't understand the fact that I'm a cyclist and I own four different bikes. Yeah, that's weird. I, you know, they don't, they, they're not going to understand that. So right. to each his own. And I come, I'm completely respectful of that. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I am not coming after your guns. Yeah. I am coming after a solution to stop this problem. Yeah. I don't profess to have that, I don't profess. I think that we need to take steps in the right direction. I think that we need a, I sit on a board mm. and things are changing on the board I'm sitting on. Mm-hmm. I took the initiative to basically say, here's where we want to be in 12 months. Here's where we want to be in 36 months. Here's where we want to be in 60 months. Here's where we want to be in 120 months. So that's a one, three, five, and 10 year plan. Mm-hmm. Here's where we want to be. I think that we need to approach this like this. Here's what we want to do. Here's the one thing that we can do. Let's shut up all the people that are screaming mental health. Yeah. Let's reinvest this money into that. What yeah. What was I seeing? Something like 
Uh, they're going after certain tax credits, which are ridiculous to go after, um, that are going to save this country $78 million. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money to you and me. Yeah, but it's dropping those. Not even. My God, I don't even know that it's a measurable amount mm-hmm. in the argument. Nope. You know? Not at all. You can you can find money for just about anything unless your name's Puerto Rico. Yeah. Hey, and, hello. Uh, so <laughs> Yeah. You know, and next podcast. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into that. Well, huh? Can I can I try to bring this in for landing? Because I know we gotta stop, but um We don't have to do anything. Yeah, we do whatever we want. So yeah. we're off the clock, buddy. Um Seeing the response from the, some of these students, and I don't watch TV, so I don't get, I mean, I see clips on the internet and yeah. so forth, but seeing this response, I am jaw dropped with, I don't want to say pride, that sounds like ownership, but boy, it makes me feel good. And I said, used to say this when I used to do my show here, like m- knowing, knowing that. Okay, the, so let me just bring this thing. Yeah. So when we record these things, we're, we're doing it. We're doing it in a sound booth where we used to run a radio show. Right. Okay. I meant here in town. That's what I was saying. <laughs> um, I'm actually, uh, that noise coming from your bathroom, that's us. Yeah, that's right. Shh, they're coming. Yeah. Uh, but to see the response of, I don't want to, I don't like the word millennials, but it's shortcut, but yeah. young people, mm-hmm. 30 and below, they're having none of this crap. They're having none of this white male patriarchal crap. They're more socialist. You know, they're, they reject standardized gender roles they reject they are in response to and in support of black lives matter and movements to change uh social justice this you know we'll be dead and you know 50 years from now uh if if we can if the species survives the 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 young people growing now that are a a good example coming out of that school and the the david hogg and a few of the other Mm -hmm. young people who are eloquent who are pointed, who are, as I think, I can't remember who said it, who are slam dunking on some of these politicians on Twitter, are having none of this. This is not going to be the world. They will laugh at us just the way our generation dropped the ball on the environment. The, this generation that's succeeding us is going is has the potential, let's say, to turn the ship around because we have really dropped the ball and left it in their lap. Yeah, no, we have. And, and these guys have basically, these kids have basically said, no, we're yeah. not stopping. Now, again, my biggest concern with this stuff is that people tire easily. Sure they do. You know? Yeah, we're and, all over. And, and I understand. I mean, the, my column that came out the other day, you know, it just basically said, you know what? I'm not getting in the fight here. I serve my community. Right. To, I serve on four boards. I'm, I'm, I help three other nonprofits. I'm, I'm, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. You can attest to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Hard to pin down, yeah. So I, I I don't know that I can take this on. But then, you know, I, I wrote my column in the heat of the moment. Mm. I was really pissed off. And now I'm trying to figure out how I can weigh in. Mm. What can I do? Maybe maybe it's just me and you talking about this. Maybe we are presenting some ideas, something else uh, for people to think about and do. But act on it by all means. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, my favorite thing that I just did was uh, somebody in in uh, as I was we were out I, I went out trolling I posted something um, I think it was the my thoughts and prayers post remember that yes boy <laughs> woo did that take a life on a life of its own that yeah I basically had suggested oh for those God. of you who uh, didn't see that I, I I made a post that basically said you can take your thoughts and prayers and shove them straight up your ass certainly sparked conversation didn't and, it fish and, uh, <laughs> not all of it friendly. No, some really nasty people. Yeah, yeah. and that's fine. Yep. Uh, and you know th- that's fine. But you know, it just I, I do that sometimes just to see if I can glean something that makes sense out of that. Mm-hmm. And I get really upset when people start using like uh, when they talk about gun controls. Uh, you know, well, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna st- shut down Ford every time a drunk hits somebody because the car. Now we're doing it again. Yeah. Uh, 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 I can't think of it. Wilbur. Yeah. Um, so is that what you're going to do? No, of course not. Yeah. No, you're not going to do that. Don't, it's a ridiculous argument. Stop it. Yeah. But if you want to talk in those in those ve- in, in that vein, to drive a car, you must have a learner's permit for a year at age 15. Right. At age 16, you can then get a junior permit. Yep. At which point, from 16 to 18... 
You cannot have another person in the car with you, and you cannot leave the state. At 18, you get an adult license. All the time, you have to re-register that car every single year. Uh, if you certain states, you have to re, you have to pay more taxes on it every year. You have to insure the damn thing. All right. Mm-hmm. If it's broken, you have to fix it. If you want to continue driving it, you have to maintain it. It needs to be inspected. Right. Make sure you're you're abiding by the laws. Right. Right. And nobody bats an eye except to complain about the cost and the inconvenience. Yeah. <laughs> but they pay it because you need it. Yeah. So why not? Why not? Why the hell not? You know, I get that it's a pain in the ass. I get it. Every time I have to go uh, so is, renew my license, it's a pain in the ass. Well, I, I'll interject, and you can. I'm not going to disagree with you, but God, I love that we have such great DMVs here in Vermont. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like dumber oh, no, 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 like, no. Wow, yeah. they're so friendly and yeah. nice, and it, you don't wait, and it's like, wow, this is not real in any other state. Yeah, in the I, country. Uh, I was, <laughs> I was, I had to go. Uh, I had to go register a, a vehicle, yeah. and I'm I'm sitting there, and I had to wait 10, 15 minutes. What? Right? And there was a person who was right behind me who was in a terrible rush, oh. and was just incensed by how long it was taking. <laughs> and I was like, "You've never knew, you've never dealt with the New York DMV, That's have you? Right. Or any other state right? in the world? I have literally." <laughs> True story, <laughs> watched people die in line there. <laughs> and not from like a heart attack. No, I mean from like from old age. Aging, they yes. just aged out. <laughs> Matriculation. It just took over. But this is, you know, again, living in a modern society, there are, you know, things you have to deal with. And, you know, it's a lot of it's first world problems, needless to say. But we're talking about children being murdered in school. Yeah, let's like, bring it back. After yeah. Sandy Hook, like... That wasn't enough Ugh. to affect some significant change. Now we've got this one, and we've got the next one we don't know the name of. Right. And children are being sent to school with bulletproof backpacks. I One of the guys talked about, uh, so they're sitting around, they're all sitting around, Trump and DeVos are just looking like just uh, these puppets, just puppets. They're puppets. Yeah. I, can't, I can't, they're just such vile human beings, I, I can't even get past that. Uh, and then one guy suggested basically turning every single school into a fortress. I love it. Greatest country in the world. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, it. What? You can't, can't even be safe at school, but no. it's the greatest country, greatest in, the country in the world. You ever see that yeah. Jeff Daniels thing about? Uh, yes, yes. You, you want the true story from it, a television show? Yeah, it's kind, a, yeah. It, and it's a brilliant monologue on kinda it. Kind of nails it. Yeah. It really does. It's a slam dunk on it. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um, and and you know Google that I can't it's, it's a news program it was a really good program too well, America first and America's number one is you know no, I mean, come on we're not you know we're, we're all not. you know I'm a nice person you're a nice person we know nice people but every country's got its pluses and minuses mm-hmm. and we got some serious stuff that every time we say we're number one means we're not attending to important things right hands down we're not yep. we're reeling out of control. We're talking about arming teachers. I know, I know. We can't even. They have to pay for their own damn school supplies, and right. we, you know they got to buy their own gun and train it. Yeah, you know, and, exactly. I have a friend of mine who uh, lives down in Cambridge, teaches at a school, and he basically posted. He goes, "I'm not, nor am I ever. <laughs> nope. Will I? Nope. F- under any circumstances, tote a gun into my classroom. Right? Are <laughs> you freaking high?" Hashtag dump Trump. And this is what it comes down to. Some of these arguments are fantastical. They have no tether to any consensual reality that anyone can identify. So these ideas people have about keeping our children safe are just patently absurd. These, you know, again, arming. I saw, I I couldn't watch it because it was too ludicrous. But like, uh, I think it was NBC clip um, about school, uh, school shooter drills. It's heartbreaking. Heartbreaking, because uh, even even if these children survive, I mean, think about it. In the fifties and and early sixties, and Khrushchev and so forth, duck and cover was a thing yeah. because of potential nuclear war. <laughs> and, and, but, and hiding under your desk was real because those desks were made out of something. Yeah, they totally. Yeah. yeah, and they also are radioactive. They block yeah. the radioactivity, that's obviously. That's so a, uh, that's but, when they made particle boards, son. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but to think about what does that do to a developing psychology? What does it do to millions of 14, let's say 14 to 18 year olds and, you know, coming into their adulthood to say, you should be scared all of the time. Right. 
That's no way to live. No. You know, one of the fathers uh, at this thing today talked about how his son was on the w- on his way home from school and got killed. Oh God! You know, I just I mean, so it's not just a school problem. Of I mean, not. People are dying in the streets all the time. We seem to accept that as just a blip in the news cycle now. Yeah. You know, the next school shooting. This one feels a little different, though. You alluded it to does. it. Does I alluded to it? Yeah. The kids are engaged. They're basically looking at Paul Ryan and going, "You know what, asshole." Yeah. <laughs> Yes. This ain't going to happen again. Yeah. Not if I got something to say. You are staring your future right in the face. I am right. two years from stepping into a voter's booth and making sure that I don't vote for you. Voting booth? These kids are going to run. This is what I want to see. I want to see activated, politically charged, politically invested young people running for... There's got a 13-year-old running for governor in Vermont. You know, an 18-year-old, 18 and more, running for for office yeah hell yeah let's have that because because the you know the the older folks are not getting it done right you know so why not why not new ideas because we're all caught up in the funding the winning the minutiae yeah. of it all the right. nra contributions right you know meanwhile 18 school shootings since the beginning of the year i'm not sure that's accurate but i get well the idea. It, it's been vetted back and forth yeah um, and, and I think that it, it includes basically, um, in the classification that some gun has shown up on school property. And gone off. Yeah. Some right. kids have taken their own lives and those sorts of things. Right. So yeah, it doesn't even matter. That's so, what I mean. You want to get, don't want to get in the yeah, weeds. Yeah, but you see, so things. let's, uh, all right. So it, has it been 17 dead? No, it has not been. No. Some of them haven't even, haven't produced a body. Yep. All right. So, but 18 incidences. Yeah. All right. Since the beginning of the year. Here in the grand old U.S. of A. Yeah. The last two decades in the world mm-hmm. remove us from the equation, yeah. and we're talking the same number. So you don't think that this is uniquely a problem here in the United States? Yeah, Second Amendment. Second Amendment. Second Amendment. Yeah, you know, it's like, wow, man. If you, you know, and then, then you've got people like, I don't know, I saw some things from that horrifying, horrifying man called Dinesh D'Souza. Um, ridiculing and mocking these people, these young people for speaking up for their rights and saying that, you know, that, that they should be doing other things and that they're overreacting. And right. you know, I was like, dude, they should be kids. Somebody said, yeah. these are kids. They shouldn't have to do this. Well, you know what? They wouldn't. Yeah. If you'd pull your head out of your ass <laughs> and do something, take this seriously. This shit is happening. Yeah. This is not going to go away. Yeah. So again, words are good. I think talking, having the, I think the country's having this conversation, and I think it's a healthy one in many instances. God knows, not everywhere, uh, but we can talk all day long. And until something tangibly, mechanically, and pragmatically, and actually shifts, this will, this tendency and wave will not stop. Yep, we're going to be in this until somebody find. I mean, again, I always come back to Sandy Hook, thinking like, and at the time, I remember thinking, okay. Nobody wants these children slaughtered like that, but this is going to change things. Yeah, no. It didn't. I went to the first uh, 5K that they did in Hartford. Oh, yeah. So he, here's the, 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 the quick story is uh, a friend uh, of, of mine um, had a friend who lived in Sandy Hook. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a kid in the school or anything, and uh, no school system, anything like that. Uh, but was so greatly impacted that they felt that they wanted to raise money to help bring help into the town. Uh, and she's a runner. Mm-hmm. Let's do a 5K. And so that friend, um, the, our mutual friend, reached out to me and said, what do you think? Do you, how do you think this will be received? Do you think it's in poor taste to do a 5K after a school shooting? And I said, no. I, I don't think that anytime you can give people a venue in which to contribute in some way, to feel like they've done their part, to do whatever it is. If it's a $25 entry free, and that's what they can do, and then they can go run out and they, mm-hmm. they can just be in that moment and, and see what that's like, I, I, I think that that's worth its weight in gold every time. And yeah. they got so big so fast <laughs> that they had to move it to Hartford. Yay. And that the, the marathon people had to take over the race. Because like 15,000 people ran on this 5K, and I, and I was one of them. Wow. And I was within earshot of one of the parents. Now, keep in mind, this is three months later, mm-hmm. uh, in, in one of the parents who was retelling her story to somebody else mm-hmm. who also lost a child to gun violence. And 
it wasn't, it was just in the air. It wasn't being announced. It wasn't being told as a poignant story. It was just a real conversation. And the group of 12 people that went down with me, you hear these words, and one by one, you all stop talking. One by one, you all start crying. Oh, my God. Because the pain in this woman's voice, but the fortitude she had Mm. to tell this hugely important story so that it would have some sort of impact Mm. in the world. It was just, I, I can't describe it. And then when the race started, for the first three or four minutes, all you could hear were sneakers hitting the tarmac. And not a word. And not a word. Beautiful. I think that's a good chance for people to collectively grieve as well. And I don't think we do enough of that. No. And if you can't watch 26 people, babies, die and be impacted by that, and now it's going to take 17 kids being killed, and this is where we're going to finally get to a point in change, I will support it in every way. How many people died in Vegas? Or how, oh, man. Oh, you 50 would have something? 50 something, yeah. 52. And there but those were, were all adults going oh, to a country well, music concert, so, you know. They had it coming. But I mean, it's, it's exponential. I mean, yeah. and if people are, uh, you know, in the twisted minds of someone thinking about how to top that score, um, you know, we're, we're losing it. We're unraveling mm-hmm. as, a, and, and truth told, I think this country has been at, at its best in crisis in its own crisis in many ways from Watergate to, you know, f- you know pick your thing. Um, nine eleven, you know, yeah. God knows there was negatives there, but I think we're at our best and we need to, to hoist the flag and say, this is an utter emergency. This is an emergency. Something has to happen. The yeah. needle has to move. Yeah. Even if it, even if it is that, you know, that, that, that corn husk hair asshole yeah. removing bump stocks from the market. Yep. 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 All right. Uh, as much as it sickens me to say that he could be a hero here. <laughs> I'm all right. If he can pull that off, it's, you know. Clock, you know, broken clock twice a day, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So be it. But let me ask you this question. I, like I said, I I engage with people who I disagree with about a lot of things. And, and, you know, it's probably questionable judgment on my part. But, you know, I I think people benefit from the conversations in a public venue. You would hope. I would hope. I know it's true. I talk to people who do benefit from those things. But, and, you know, we're always hearing about reaching across the divide, those sorts of things. But, you know, I clearly, and you do too, have sort of, open disdain for certain ways of thinking. And I don't, and trust me, some of my friends are gun owners. Many of my friends, I would say, are probably gun owners in many ways. And they're responsible people who don't talk about it. They don't gun porn about it. They don't get all sorts of hot and bothered about different kinds of guns and their parts and their names and their this and their that. I don't know how to reach across to say to somebody, hey, man, I get that you like guns. You go to the range, you fire them, you feel powerful. It's psychologically lifting for you. But that lift you get on the weekends at the range is helping to kill a lot of people by legitimizing these death machines. They are death machines. Mm-hmm. They are not hunting machines. They don't mow your lawn. They are death machines. They are designed uh, self-defense. Uh, uh, they are intended to injure mammals, principally. Yeah. Uh, and so how important is that psychological lift? And then I keep coming back to is. What's missing in your life that a gun fills, you know? I don't know. And look, I don't, again, I just, I don't want to be that guy that says I'm coming after your guns because I'm not. No, no, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, how do we reach across and say, keep your damn guns, but what are we going to do about this? Yeah. You know? So to answer your question, 58 people killed in Vegas. 58. 489 wounded. All right. So there's your answer. In 10 minutes time, right? Less. Less than that. I mean, that, that's even possible. <laughs> you know, that's even possible. Shooting from 40 stories in the air. Yeah, I know, I know. Just I know. spraying bullets into people. Where were the good guys with the guns? That's what you need. You need <laughs> to arm, see if you would arm your English teacher. That's it, yeah. All I can think about is my English teacher, Phoebe Cates, holding a gun. Phoebe Cates, like the actress? No. Oh. I actually, no. I didn't even think of, you know, I, I never put those two together. Cow, dude. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Right on. It would have been weird because I'm like twice her age, but. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so if, Miss Phoebe. Yeah. 
as we used to call her, <laughs> having a gun, who right. was the sweetest, most gentle, most soft-spoken woman you'd ever meet. Right. And if she had to have a gun, I think she'd have a nervous breakdown. Yeah. I don't think it's fair it's to, to impose it on people. Of course not. And I think it's a reasonable... And people who go into education don't do it for reasons like that. Right. And again, we come back to what kind of culture has to have their children under siege when they go to school. Turn to your left and to your right to any other com- comparative culture in Europe, South America, where had you know Canada. Where is this a Amer- thing? America's hat? <laughs> yeah, right. But where is this a thing? You kind of know where. Nothing compares to this. And that and there's the question we'll have to leave unanswered is what is the variable? What is the what's the difference? I would only ask that anybody who's listening to this podcast who has who has suffered through Steve and I kind of doing a, a little it's just opinions you yeah know. 50 minutes of, of, wow, of therapy really? yeah, yeah 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 i mean there, there was a lot to cover there uh and and hopefully we covered it all hopefully you enjoyed it um hopefully you got some information out of it hopefully you will continue to seek information hopefully you will listen to both sides hopefully you will say come up with a different argument yeah hopefully yeah. you will do that well all of it's supposed to just conjure discussion and thought and I, I'm totally cool with people disagreeing and, and being mad at, at our positions, but these are opinions. These yeah. are things people throw out there. Please throw out opinions, but let's also try to keep the conversation fact-based and you know somewhat rational. But this is a passionate issue that gets people a little nutty on all sides of the issue, for sure. No doubt. You know. All right. We'll end it there. Uh, you've been uh, tuned to me. I'm Fish. I'm Steve. This is The Earspoon. You can go to our website, theearspoon.com. Yeah. You can like us on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, find us on the Instagram. Did we yeah. post anything on there yet? I haven't. I'll come up with something. All right. <laughs> but let us know what you think, too. I mean, yeah. this is about engaging. We're, throw, we're throwing out the raw meat, so to speak, and yep. you know, want to see uh, what other people think. Because, uh, frankly, that's kind of how I get smarter, yeah. hearing people push back on you things. Know, even you know? the bad arguments, you can probably glean something. No good, no no idea is a bad idea kind of a thing. So go ahead. Leave a comment under this post. And you can't see me, but I'm pointing yeah, down. I'm pointing down. All right. Peace out. Cheers. More at theearspoon.com